Welcome to College Street Victory Church. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Well, good morning, church. How are you doing this morning? Oh, man. You only need one reason to celebrate and one reason to wake up, and his name is Jesus. Come on. Despite what you've been through, despite what you're going through, God has called you to greater things. Isn't that right, Lonnie? Greater things. Welcome to part four of the comeback. Part four. You know, as I was preparing the teaching and I was getting through the word, sometimes I struggle with my own words. I don't know if I'm the only guy in the house that struggles with his own words. But there are times when I would just love to tell the world what I really think. Let me correct that what I really believe. (laughs) You don't want to hear what I am always thinking. That's not wise. But so often we are scared. We're scared that people won't see our motives and instead will be judged for mutiny. Am I talking to anyone today? We wonder how much of what we say, even who we really are, matters. We'd all love to leave a lasting impact on this world, especially when it comes to our words. What happens, though, when what we recite doesn't line up with the result that we hoped for? Is the outcome or even the things that you say any less significant? Maybe what everybody else is saying is a setback. God is saying to you, it's your comeback. Say, it's my comeback. You see, the word comeback means to return to stature, significance, what was lost for a period of time. I think for some of us, you know, we've had to say no to some things. But I'm telling you, it's no for now, not forever. And there are certain things that maybe we've been saying yes to that we should be saying no to. We talked about standing. We talked about stepping. We talked about stretching. Today we're talking about speaking. So is what we have to say in any way significant? Why don't we look at the definition of significance? It is the quality of being worthy of our attention. There's a lot of things that are taking our attention right now that aren't significant. They're not worthy of you. They're not worthy of your thoughts. They're not worthy of your time. They're not worthy of your energy or your speech. Significance is what's important. And the meaning that we find in the importance of words and events. The significance of something is important that it it has, and usually a situation that it shows us something about that situation. So the answer is, yes, what you have to say is significant. There is significance in every word that we speak, and even words in which we don't. Remember when I said before that your stature is found in your stretch and in it you will also find your significance this season has been a stretch and it is proving what stands and what doesn't stand and it is proving to us what we will stand for what we will say yes to and what we will say no to 
So as I mentioned, we've stood for things. We've stepped towards things. We're stretching towards things. And now it's time to speak towards things. Are you ready? Are you ready? Say, I'm ready if you're with me. Woo! And watch as you speak how you will find significance in what you say today. Let's talk. Let's talk about what God has done in this last month of miracles. And let's celebrate. You know, Jesus, when he went to Nazareth, he stepped foot into the temple and the scroll was handed to him to read. And it was open to the part where Isaiah said, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim what? Good news. Someone say good news. How many of you could use some more good news? Proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to speak freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. How many of you know where the Spirit of the Lord is? There is. Help me out. Oh, somebody in the back said it nice and loud. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is. Woo! I love it. Freedom for the prisoners. Recovery for the sight, sight for the blind, and to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This is the year of the Lord's favor. This is not the year of fear. This is the year of the Lord's favor. Come on, you can applaud for that. So we need to proclaim good news. We need to speak freedom. We need to speak sight. And we need to speak favor, not fear. My first point, if you're taking notes, is write this down. Speak out what Scripture has spoken. Speak out the Word of God, not the worries of this world. Speak out. We need to be like Christ and have courage in the face of conflict and take a stand and speak out, not just for you, not just for your family, not just for your church, but for this community. Speak out for others. My name's Celeste and my challenge for January is about courage. So taking a stand for people that have addiction, mental illness, depression, homelessness you know that's easy for me to be a voice for the voiceless and and advocate i'm very passionate about that and speaking in a room with 500 people about addiction and experience strength and hope uh, no problem but you get me in front of a bunch of christians and and i choke up you know i wasn't raised with god i didn't come to know jesus until i was an adult and was in recovery and uh, I read the Bible by myself in my room alone, and I didn't have Christian friends. And this last year, I'm surrounded by church and Christians and amazing people, and it's hard to have a voice and speak up. So my challenge is to stretch and to pray out loud for people and just to have that courage. And uh, I'm very passionate about Jesus, and I'm excited about this challenge. So this last year for us has been a huge stretch in multiple different ways. But um, for us especially, it's been about growing uh, into becoming parents, really, and, um, and just growing in our marriage and, and everything that comes along with that. Um, and for us, that started 
with quite the trial. You know, it was it was hard for us to have a kid and to become pregnant and we had a loss mm-hmm. and that rocked us pretty hard. Yeah. And that's how our 2021 started and going through that experience mm-hmm. it taught us to stand firm mm-hmm. on the word of God and to trust him even when it felt like he wasn't there. Yeah. I remember uh, when that had happened, we obviously had our, our moment together and, um, and then you said first actually uh, that, Hey, we need to like, we need to read scripture. Read scripture. And I remember we just laid on the floor and we just read scripture because we just, we didn't know what else to do. Yeah. It was the end of us, but it was the start of what God was doing in us as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shortly after that, we came pregnant again, which yeah. was awesome. Very and quickly. the best blessing that we ever could have prayed for. And, you know, and it was a huge trial for us, but it also showed us where to stand firm and what mm-hmm. was really important to us. And that's our relationship with God and with yeah. each other. And then... And you choosing... Well, us, but starting, I, you, you chose to not have the fear of another mm-hmm. uh, miscarriage. Yeah. And knowing what God promised for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, you making that choice and me backing you up mm-hmm. and vice versa, because we continually have each other's back yeah. um, and putting God at the center of it just shaped, shaped 2021. And now in january 2022 2022 we're seeing the victory of the battle with mr wilder <laughs> who is due any day now yeah and uh we're just we couldn't be more happy with our miracle baby and yeah. um we just know there's there's been a a call on his life as a king and we're really excited to see him live that out and um become the parents that God needs us to be mm-hmm. and that Wilder needs us to be. So we're more than excited for 2022. Yeah, very excited. And for all the stretching that'll happen with all the new responsibilities mm-hmm. that'll come with it. Yeah. After everything we've seen, church, we've literally seen someone who was dead brought to life. We've seen people overcome addiction. We've seen relationships restored. He is too good. Jesus is too good to not believe. He's too good to not stand for something. He's too good to not speak out. Somebody say he's too good. So what what do we do? What do we do when others don't believe? When others speak against what we believe. Well, we're not responsible for how they we react. Well, they react. We're responsible for how we respond. He's too good. He's too good. The real struggle is is not what others say about us, but it's what we believe and what we speak over others. He loves you. He's too good to not believe. He's not finished with you. 
that all things will work together for good for those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He's too good. He's too good to leave you. And he's too good to not believe. In Proverbs 18, 21 of the message, it says it this way, words kill and words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. You choose what you'll say. You choose how you'll respond. You choose what name you lift up. So when you feel shut in, what will you speak out? We need to speak life, not death. It starts by how we speak in our homes, how we speak to our loved ones, how we speak in the workplace or in the community. It starts how we even speak out when we're in the local coffee shop because people are listening. And when they hear you speak, and when they listen, will they hear liberty? Will they hear words of faith or words of fear? Let's speak out. Let's speak freedom and faith. Hi there. My name is Mark Clayton. I've been attending College Street Victory Church for approximately two years, ever since I met Matt and Rudy at a coffee shop. When I reflect on our current series, The Comeback, it's challenged me to make God more of a priority in this fast-paced world that we live in. Previously, I would find myself accepting worldly views as societal norms, taking a very passive stance towards ideas and ideals that are clearly not biblical. I've challenged myself to identify and prioritize my actions to reflect the values not of this world, but of God's world. In taking these mindful steps, um, it has stretched me to become more confident in my role as a husband and a father with the ultimate goal of creating a faith-based culture within my home. With that being said, I'm very happy and excited and looking forward to the next chapter that God has in store for myself, my family, and my church. Thank you. Man, what is God calling you through? Just like God called the Israelites through the Red Sea. What seemed like there was no way, he made a way. When most of the Israelites, right, were raising a stink, Moses raised up his staff and raised the name of the Lord. Come on, we could learn from that. Man. In Matthew 7, 24 to 27, Jesus said, Therefore, anyone, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. What are you building everything on right now? What words are you speaking? We literally frame the world that we live in by the words that we say. So what are you building it on? In verse 25, it says, The rain came down, and the streams rose, and didn't they ever the last couple of weeks? 
And the winds blew and they beat against that house, yet it did not fall. Because it had its foundation on the rock, on the word of God. Verse 26 says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish person who builds their house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. Point two is we need to practice what we speak. When we practice what we speak, we need to do more building and less babbling. Are you with me? More building, less babbling. We need to do more show, less tell. Because it says signs and wonders will follow those that believe. But faith without works is dead. When you speak, take steps based on God's word. What you build will be able to handle the wind. It'll be able to handle the waves and all the worries of this world. Storms have a way of proving the foundation of our faith. Hi, everyone. My name is Samantha. I have been so beyond blessed by these last couple of weeks of Pastor Matt's messages. The stand step, stretch, and speak. Um, where I stood was um, probably about over seven to eight months ago. I would probably say I was standing in more of a independent um, version of myself, I guess you could say. And when I started to stand in an independent version of myself and not relying on God, um, I found myself very lost and very confused and myself in some very dark trying times especially um, as I faced some some mental battles there and I then had um, been pushed by God his miraculous plan of I'm no longer standing alone anymore but standing with him and I've been told many times before is that if you're not going the direction that God wants you to go, he will help you get there and he will push you in that direction. Um, and in life, that's definitely what happened to me. And that's where everything changed. Everything changed for me within this past year. And I didn't stand in the trust of God. And I can now proudly say that I stand in God's trust and that took me stepping in deeper into my faith and walking closer into my faith on the word and listening to Lord, um, the Lord's services and sermons online, being in a group um, under the house of God with all like-minded individuals and the relationship with um, my faith has definitely grown exponentially and um, when I stepped into the trust, um, I find that 
there's a lot of difference between the actions and trust of God in actions, but then also the trust of God in feelings, um, in circumstances and in feelings, I think are two very different things. And I've been tested, I guess you could say, um, quite a bit with both trusting the, trusting the Lord in how I'm feeling with emotions and then also circumstances that you would say are probably a little less controlled and out of our control. Um, and when it comes to that, that had me stretched, <laughs> stretched in, an amazing way where it gave me no other option but to rely on the Lord and what he promised. And I have found such peace in that. Um, my mental battles, my own mental illness has drifted away and I no longer suffer um, due to trusting the Lord with where I am in my life, not only physically, but also mentally, and not only a season of my life, but my life in its entirety. I've devoted and just given it all to him and I've let go of control. And now after I've taken the stand mentally, this step physically and mentally, as well as the stretch in decisions in my life, whether it be for our businesses or whether it be for myself, um, personally, um, the stretches have brought in such blessings and Pastor Matt has spoken a lot about blessings on the other side. Um, and I am a true testament of, of blessings that have come from taking the stand, the step and the stretch. And now speaking about it, um, I just want to enlighten you wherever you are in your life, um, that God's got you and that he has a plan. Fear has no place here. Not in this house and not in this house. So when it comes, don't let it say, stay. Instead, send it away. A couple weeks back, I, I told you guys, you know, you don't have to receive every package you got, every news you get you can return to sender. <laughs> so if it ain't good news, don't receive it. Send it back. Say, not in this house, not in this house, and not in this house. See, there is no fear in love, for perfect love drives out all fear. 1 John 4, 18. You know, God is love. And so where there is light, there cannot be darkness. So send it back. Isaiah 55, 11 says, It is the same with my word. I send it out. And it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So speak out what you want sent out. Speak out. Someone say, speak out. What you want sent out. The scripture says God's word always produces fruit. So pronounce what you want produced, but make sure it's in line with God's purpose. Oh, I'll say that again. Someone needs that. Pronounce what you want produced, but make sure it's in line with God's purpose, not just your pleasure. Mm. It prospers everywhere you speak it. So know God's word. Own God's word. 
and speak God's word. May his praises forever be on your lips. Would you stand with me for the takeaway? Stand with me wherever you're at right now. You see, there's significance in what you say. Don't forget it. There's significance in what we say. And the verse that I would like you to meditate on this week, spend some time in it, is that Proverbs 18.21. Know it. Share it. Live it. Words kill or words give life. They're either poison or they're fruit. You choose. I know this season has been a season of challenge and a season of choice. We have freedom. We have freedom for those that have gone before us to make a way. And we have freedom that can only come from our Heavenly Father. And if you're in the house today and you feel in some way that you don't even have a voice, and even when you speak, it's hard to be heard, first listen. Jesus is speaking to you. He has called you by name. He has anointed and appointed each and every one of you to do great and wonderful things. But you know, for there to be a communication, it's two ways. There needs to be relationship, and that's what he came to do, not to start a religion, but a relationship with you. Paul said in Romans 10, 9, if we believe in our heart and speak with our mouth, confessing that Jesus is Lord, Believing that God the Father raised his son from the grave, that we will be saved. So I want to pray that with you right now. Right here, right now. This will be the most powerful thing that you ever speak. So just repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I know what it's like to struggle with my words, to struggle with worry. But today, I'm leaning into you. You see, I believe that you chose to die for me and to give me a voice. Would you come into my life? Would you be Lord over my life? I believe that you rose from the grave. Would you do a miracle in mine? In Jesus' name, amen. Just stay in this moment. Music's so beautiful right now. God's speaking to you right now. He's touching you right now. He's healing you right now. And if, while we prayed that prayer in that moment, if you actually felt something, the presence of God, I believe everything good comes from God. It's his words, not mine. But if you're believing for or felt anxiety lift, fear lift, whatever that might be, if you felt a touch of God in the house, would you just give me a thumbs up? You felt his presence. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Thumbs up all around the room. And second is this. If you prayed that prayer, which we just prayed, either for the first time or coming back to relationship with Jesus, would you give me a thumbs up in the house? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. In Proverbs, it calls us to greater things because it calls us to God. And here at College Street, we don't just get to step up. We don't just get to stretch. But we also get to step in. 
And here at College Street, we don't make it difficult for people stepping forward into their relationship with God. And we are commissioned in the Great Commission to go into all the world and making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And the band's about to worship, and while we worship and while we praise, we're going to literally lift the lid off the stage. And you'll find a tank of water. And if you want to come forward, and you want to worship with us, and you want to step in and step out of your past and into the new season of your life, just come forward. Let's hear one more testimony from Pastors Rudy and Steph. And then let's worship like we've never worshiped before. <laughs> hey guys, we're here to share with you how we've been stretched and challenged in this season. So last year we felt this call to write music and record music for this house and for this city, but also for that music to go beyond just the walls of this church. And so why don't you share with us a little bit about what that looked like for us? Yeah, um, it was definitely a stretch, that's for sure. Um, just thinking about how it seemed like it was constantly needing to push things back because there were new restrictions. Um, There's just new things going on in the world. But mm -hmm. we just we just believed that this is what God had called us to do. And we persevered and we pushed through and we went down to Nashville in September. It was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we recorded these songs. And in the end, it's kind of like Pastor Matt always says, every setback is just a setup for a comeback. And so we were able to go and record the songs that God put on our hearts. And yeah, so and Darcy joined and us, Darcy joined us which awesome. was amazing. And uh, so I just want to encourage anyone that's in that season right now where you feel called to do something a greater than than you uh, to continue to stand up for what you believe continue to step out in faith and continue to let God stretch you in those areas so that you can fulfill all that God has planned for your life thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry if you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.